to the Last Gen Podcast brought to you by Miracle Word Ministries. These episodes are specifically created with students in mind. More than ever before, we must know why we believe what we believe, build strong faith, and stay on fire for God. We know that Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to live like this is the last generation. Are you ready? Let's go. Well, welcome back to the Last Gen Podcast. My name is Alex Iaquinto on behalf of Miracle Word Ministries, and I want to welcome you on to the podcast. You have just walked into the sphere or you have just joined the dimension of Last Gen Youth, um, the youth section of Miracle Word Ministries. Um, I, I want to I welcome everyone on who's a faithful listener who gets on every single week. I love you guys. I know most of you by name. But thank you, thank you, thank you for being on and spending time um, in the Word of God and hearing hearing what the Bible has to say about certain subjects. Um, seriously, you guys, you guys are a great group of people, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want to head up any other youth ministry. You know why? Because other youth ministries are not as good as this youth ministry. Not because of me, because of you. You guys are great people. Um, other youth pastors just got very offended. I'm sorry. What? You think I'm going to like your youth group better than mine? No. <laughs> You're funny. Um, no. <laughs> Last-gen people are the greatest people. So thank you for being on, all you regular listeners. All of you guys who are new to the podcast, this is your first one. Maybe you click this because it was a clickbaity title, which it wasn't. But, you know, it was an interesting title to you. Whether this is like your first thing, first time because some friend sent it to you or you saw it on someone's Instagram story, I want to welcome you. I want to encourage you to stay on for the rest of this podcast, but also to check out all that we're doing at The Last Gen. We're doing a lot more than we used to. Um, so go to Last Gen Youth on Instagram, at Last Gen Youth, and you'll see everything that we do, obviously this weekly podcast, but also we've added um, Friday morning Bible study. It's an opportunity for me to actually interact with you um, and this group of about 20 kids, uh, which, you know, you're, you're more than welcome to join if you haven't joined before, but um, jump on every week and we study the Bible together, doctrines of the Bible. Um, let me just say one thing before we get into it. Because I, you know, I'm not gonna take forever on introductions, but you remember last week how I shared um, the testimony of the girl getting healed of diabetes, um, type one diabetes, completely gone, pancreas functioning normally, and then a self harm scar all across her arm just disappearing out of thin air. Um, that was powerful, but that's not been the only testimony that we've had. We're going through this series on divine healing now, and um, there's been two other healing testimonies that have come in. And I want to share them with you very quickly. Um, two other he healing testimonies. Last week we prayed for the sick again and for um, pain and, and stuff like that. But let me just read this to you. This is our friend Addie. She's uh, I'm very proud of her. She's doing great things for the Lord. Um, this is her testimony. This morning I was on Friday morning Bible studies um, Zoom with Last Gen Youth. And they did prayer requests for healing. Back during softball season I had twisted my knee. I t twisted my knee weird, and I had, I had been in excruciating pain every time I ran since then. At the beginning of the week, I had made up my mind that I was going to be healed by the end of the week. As Alex was praying, I felt the Lord tell me he had finished it. I stood up and started testing what I couldn't do before, and the pain was, in all caps, completely gone. Pain was completely gone. And it was powerful because I, I had people... We didn't just pray for people, but we tested it out on the live or on the Zoom call, and she said it right there. The pain's gone. She started jumping. She started bending down, um, and it was powerful to see. God did it. And then we just got another testimony about five minutes ago, um, which was very powerful, and I'm so happy. Another great, great um, person. Ariana just shared this testimony with us. She posted it on her story and tagged us. She said this, I am a part of a Friday morning uh, Bible study with the last gen and last Friday we prayed for healing. I have been having hip pain on and off for a while. As we prayed, I tested it out and have been playing tennis, skating and dancing and haven't felt the hip pain since then. I praise the Lord for healing me. So there it is, two two healing testimonies of God healing people just because their faith and just because their faithfulness to jump on every single Friday morning, even though it's early at 7 a.m. Eastern time, 
they jump on and they hear the word of God. They talk about the word of God. They study the word of God concerning healing, concerning the Holy Spirit. And when we prayed at the end, we're actually seeing God do what he said he was going to do. I made a promise to you at the beginning of this um, youth ministry. And if you go back in the podcast, you'll hear, hear me repeat it. But I've made a promise to you that I don't want to talk about the fake. I don't want to just talk about the Bible. I want to see the Bible happen in front of our eyes. And it's something that we're seeing more and more even now. And so I'd encourage you, be a part of that. Don't, don't you just say, yeah, it's too early. What You know, cut the excuses. Get up early. Be on that live or on that Bible study. It's powerful. You, listen, you're going to make friends. You're going to, obviously, we just did a huge giveaway of almost $500 worth of stuff, AirPods, Ray-Bans, gift cards, alarm clocks, LED lights. It was pretty cool. Um, but more than all that, you're, you're receiving into your spirit faith to see miracles. And you cannot have miracles without having faith, and you cannot have faith without studying and knowing the Word of God. And we're here to help you with that, and we're seeing real miracles. So jump on. All of the information is on... Um, on the on our website page on Miracle Word, so miracleword.com slash last gen, and you'll see all of the uh, information if you scroll down, all the Zoom passcodes, the links, and the um, Zoom ID. So I'd encourage you, jump on, try it out. Wake up early one time. Listen, school's around the corner. You're going to have to wake up early anyways, starting soon. So just, just bite the bullet and jump on. It'll be fun. Um, I do want to get into this pretty quickly. I don't want to do a ton of... Uh, preliminaries and such, but, um, you've probably seen the title. You've definitely seen the title. I don't know what I, um, am going to call it specifically right now, but it's something like, is college a scam? It's something like, should I go to college? Or it's something like, is college worth it? One of those titles, I'm going to name it. And today I want to talk about the question that many young people are asking themselves right now. Many young people are asking themselves the question right now. Listen, it's the beginning of August. It's the first week of August. Um, and, oh, before, hold on. I'm so sorry. I should have done this. My bad. Today, I would like to give a special shout out to my best friend and what the government would consider my legal brother, um, Jonathan Iaquinto. He's my little brother, my BFF quite literally, my brother from another mother. And he is, uh, he's turning 17 today. And I'm so happy, proud of him. And if you're listening, Jonathan, happy birthday. If you're not, I take it back. I don't want to be friends anymore. We're shipping you back to China. We kept the receipts, my friend. Goodbye. Anyways, happy birthday to him. I love him so much. Miss him. Um, it's August 1st. And many people I know have either just made a commitment to go to college and are thinking about it. Maybe even you're packing up for college right now. Maybe you're even moving into your dorms in two weeks. Maybe you're even like you've, you've committed, you've got your classes, you're excited for college. Many people are in that position. Many people have just completed their freshman, sophomore, junior years of high school, going into their senior, going into their sophomore, going into their junior. Um, and they're asking themselves the question, should I go to college? Should I go to college? But actually, I think many people more often than not are asking themselves, not should I go to college, but what college should I go to? And I think part of that is because society and um, our culture in America is so um, hard set on telling every single young person that you must go to college. I think many young people are taught from a young age that this is how it has to work. You have to start in, you know, in public school, right? You go to public school, kindergarten. You do elementary school. Go to middle school. You go to high school. And then after high school, the natural thing to do is just to go to college. Like it's a default. Like you don't have a choice. That's what you have to do in life to be successful. You have to go to college if you want to be successful. You have to go to college if you want to be taken seriously by employers. Employer, empl employers. Is that right? Employers. Yes, yes. I don't know why I doubted myself there. Listen, it's late. Um, and this is the thing that's been shoved down young people's throats that 
you know, your guidance counselors told you. I don't know if you've, you've gotten to that point in public school or maybe even private school where, you know, you have to have 60 schools that you apply to, 60 A-list schools, the ones, you know, the, the, the reach schools, the ones your dream list schools, six or 20 of those. Then you have to have 20 um, fallback schools. And then you have to have 20 safety schools. It's like, if I don't make it into my, my best schools, then I'll make it into my B-list schools. Then if I don't make it into my B-list schools, then I'll make it into my fallback schools. Let me just tell you, that is such a crappy way to live life. I'm sorry, if that's something that you did, listen, I'm not saying you're stupid for doing that. I'm not even blaming you. That is, that is what people are taught to do. But if you are solely basing the trajectory of your life based on let me just throw applications out there and see who wants me, and then I'll just go to whatever sounds right. As a Christian, that is not how we are supposed to live. We're supposed to be led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit. How about instead of asking your guidance counselor what school you should go to, why don't you ask the Holy Spirit? He knows more than your guidance counselor. He has better intentions for you than your guidance counselor. And with everyone having in their mind that it's a default, that I must go to college, I must go to college. I want to challenge that thought process today. And listen, throughout this, you know, you're going to hear me say this a lot. You're going to hear me say, I am not saying this. I am not saying this. Because with this subject, many people get triggered and they say, oh, so you're saying that college is a scam? Oh, so you're saying that? No, don't hear what I'm not saying. Hear what I'm saying. I'm going to be very careful with what I say today. College for many people is a good idea. Okay? College for many people is a good idea. College for majority of people is a waste of money and a terrible idea. Well, how can you have that such a a broad blanket statement like that? I don't know. Um, Take a look at people that go to college with a business degree just because they, you know, just because that's what their friends are doing or a business degree just because they haven't decided on their major yet. Check up on them in four years, in five years. Are they doing anything that has anything to do with business? No. Are they using that degree at all? No. If they hadn't even dropped, you know, if they haven't dropped out, which many do. But for many people, college right after high school is a bad idea. And I'll tell you why I believe that in a second. But I want to clear this up up front. College for some people is a good idea. Let me give you some examples. If you are called to be a doctor, a medical doctor, any doctor for that matter, you have to go to college, okay? Doctors who don't go to college to be a doctor, we have a name for that in the United States. We call those felons, practicing without a license. If you are called to be a doctor, a surgeon, a nurse, anything to do with the medical field, anything to do with the the, uh, psychology, anything that has doctor at the end of it. (laughs) You need to go to college. That is a must. If you are, feel called to be an educator, you must go to college. If you feel called to be a lawyer, you must go to college. We also have a name for, for those who uh, practice law without a license and without a degree. We call them criminals, which by the way, you, you, technically could pass the bar without going to law school, but that's another story. If you do that, kudos to you. I've got two parents who took collectively three bar exams, and that is a a feat, to say the least. And let me just tell you from my background, let me just give you a little bit about my background, because I'm I'm not coming at this because, like, I'm some hillbilly from West Virginia, and my parents... Um, are, are like, you know, they're trailer, they're trailer park people who always, you know, I I think that college is a scam just because they're justifying their poor life decisions. I'm not coming out of this, you know, coming, coming from like a position where like my whole family has hated college because they never got accepted and you know, they bad in school. Let me just give you like a rundown of my family. My dad 
<laughs> my dad is a very smart man. He w- he went to law school. He has a um, obviously he's got his license to practice in two states. He passed two bars. He's now a judge, um, which I know he probably wouldn't want me to say that for some reason. But I'm sorry, Dad. Now the world does. <laughs> it's not like you can easily find that out online. But a very very smart man, very intelligent. He did well in law school. He's not some, you know, gr- you know, college dropout, okay? My mom is a certifiable genius. Like, and I'm not saying like certifiable genius like, oh, she's very smart. No, I mean like like the way they measure measure geniuses, she is one. She has two PhDs and a master's, okay? She loves education. She's been a professor. She's practicing law. She's practiced law for a long time. She's a a genius, the smartest person I know in the entire world, my mom. And so I'm not coming at this from like a position where, you know, I'm just like uh, ingrained to hate higher education. I'm coming at this from a family who does well in school. I did well in school. Okay. But here's what I've learned. And, and I don't think I would say anything that, you know, even people who graduate from college would, wouldn't say. Not everyone is meant to go to college. College is not for everyone, especially now in 2022, especially now in 2022. The way that our society is moving, you know, it used to be 20 years ago, 30 years ago, even 10 years ago, you know, that you, you, you actually did have to go to uh, college to, to do anything like that was probably true. But the way that we're moving now in society and the way that education is now set up now that, you know, the education system is collapsing. It's a bubble waiting to burst. It's uh, you know, it's actually, it's a liberal ideology, like indoctrination center, the way that it's moving now, you don't even have to, you don't have to go to college to do the majority of jobs in the United States. And I'm not saying employers won't uh, require it. Most employers do. But I'm saying the dreams that God has put in your heart, not every calling requires college. Not every calling requires college. Again, some do very much require it. But I want you to understand. I want you to take a step back from everything you've been taught from American society and the public education system that it is a must that you go to college. What what would be the worst thing that happened if you didn't go to college? Ask yourself that question. Oh, you won't rack up $30,000 of student loan debt, which is the average amount of student loan debt in America. Would that be the worst thing? You won't be part of the 80% of people that change their major at least once. In college, is that a bad thing? Because here's what people do. And I've seen it even even in, you know, people that I'm friends with. Because they're taught to go to college, they'll f- finish out high school, they did well or whatever. And so now it's time to apply to college. So they'll apply to like 20, 30, 40 schools. They'll get into one that they never even wanted to go to, never heard of it. They just go, oh, yeah, this one's good. And then they start, you know, I'm going to major in business. Why are you going to major in business? Well, uh, it's pretty like miscellaneous, um, and I don't really know what I'm going to do yet. And so I'm just going to pay $60,000 a year um, to go and uh, and learn stuff that I'm not going to use. That is a pretty reckless way to spend money. Let me just tell you something. I know, I know 18-year-olds get the rep that like, the reputation that like we're bad with money. But just like as an 18-year-old, I think it's a pretty poor investment to go into college, which costs a fortune nowadays, have to take out loan debt, you know, massive amounts of loans to go to a school to learn something that you're not even sure you want to learn. I mean, take a step back from it. Don't, Don't stop hearing your guidance counselor. Is that a good idea? Like, ask yourself, if you don't know what you're going to do in life, why would you throw yourself into college where you're paying to not know what you're going to do in life? Also, adding on top of the fact that we're Christians 
and public universities are not exactly um, centers of revival. Oh, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the light in the darkness. Oh, are you? The kid who can't even justify why they believe the Bible is the inspired and errant word of God. And so there's many of you, and listen, part of the reason that we do the last gen is for the specific reason to learn these things. Like we did an episode called Inevitable or Undeniable Proof of the Bible, you know, the an atheist's worst nightmare. That was specifically to prep people, young people who are going into a secular university because they're going to encounter these, these questions, these problems, these um, people. And so... Yes, you are supposed to be uh, ready to give an account. You're supposed to be learned up so that when, when these people that are called to go to college go to college, they don't crumble under the pressure of um, atheistic professors. But here's the message today. If you don't have to go to college, why rush into college? Why would you rush into college? I'm going to read to you some statistics here. And I've, I've already quoted some of them. But here's some statistics. Like I said, about 80% of students in college end up changing their major at least once. Okay? What does that tell you? People go into college not knowing why they're there. Okay. Here's another statistic. 27% of college grads have a job related to their major. 27%. What is that telling you? Students are going into college, changing their major because they don't know what to do, and then they major in something, they graduate with a, a degree in that field, then they go off into the workforce and don't even use that for their life. You want to hear another statistic? The average... Student loan debt in America, some, some sources say $30,000, some sources say $37,000. Okay, and then you think, okay, with $30,000, $37,000, you know, I could pay that off. Okay, how about this? Data, okay, data from studentaid.gov, credible source, reveals that there are 14.2 million borrowers b between the ages of 35 and 49 as okay that are still paying off student loans as many as 2.3 million student loan borrowers ages 62 and older who are still paying off student loan wake up this whole push to get people into college regardless of who you are or what you want to do in life do you not think it takes a toll on you in your 60s? So think about the fact here. 80, okay, 80% 80 of people go into college not knowing what they want to do in college. So they switch their major at least once. Then 27% of those students or, or of students at large graduate and then get a job unrelated to their field of study. Again, proving that they, that was pointless for them. Okay? Then, knowing that because of that, there is average thirty dollars to $37,000 of student loan debt hanging over their head. And then on top of that, 14.2 million people between the ages of 35 and 49 are still paying off. 2.3 million people ages 62 or older are still paying that off. Was that worth it? So you say, Alex, okay, what if I don't go to college? What's the alternative? Well, I'm going to give you an alternative. I will give you an alternative. Because it's, it's foolish to, to say something's wrong and not give you an alternative, not giving you a solution. But I, I want to I kind of, and I know we did a, uh, Preston did an episode about this, um, a while back called what does the bible say about student loan debt and that was a great episode i i encourage you after listening to this go to go listen to that 
he's talking a lot about the same the same types of things. But I really want to hone on on the hone in on the question: Is college worth it? For some people, it is. But for you, I want to ask you the question: Is college worth it for you? Number one, pray about it. God will lead you and guide you. But I want to kind of take out this part of of young people's brains that says, I must go to college. Well, why? Well, because my guidance counselor said. Well, why? Well, because, you know, my parents said I'll be a failure if I don't. Well, why? Because, you know, my friends are all going to college. Is that the reason you're going to college? Is that the reason you're you're amassing large amounts of debt? Is that the reason you're going to a school filled with demonic doctrines and liberal ideologies trying to be talked out of your faith? Is that the reason? Is that worth it? Is that worth it? Not to mention the amount of people that go into college being Christian and come out with a nose ring and blue hair because they got in with the wrong people and had some quote-unquote professional I, I, you know, professors who talk them out of their faith, ask them a question, well, you know, if the Bible really is real, how do you believe that, you know, I don't know, I, just the dumb, the dumb questions that, that atheist professors have for Christians are mind-boggling. But don't think they're not teaching that in school. Don't think that. Don't think you're going to go and it's going to be a nice, like, you know, Mr. Rogers kind of attitude towards Christians. It's a hostile environment towards Christians. You have to be, if you're called to go to college, you have to be graced to go to college. You have to be ready to go to college. You have to be prepared to go to college. Prepared for the money. Prepared for the experience. Prepared for those questions. So what's the synopsis at the end of this? Is college a scam? I think for a lot of people, yes, it is a scam. 100% a scam. Promising you that by the end, you're going to have a degree that is is worth it, that you're going to go straight into your field of study, and you're going to have an immediate job. That is not the truth. So what's the alternative? I'll give you a couple alternatives. If you don't know what you're supposed to do in life, don't panic apply to schools. Number one, I'll give you some steps. Number one, pray. Ask the Lord. Pray and fast. What am I supposed to do in life? More broadly, what am I supposed to do in life? What is my purpose on this earth? Find that out. Then number two, pray and ask God, Should I? do I need to go to school for this? Do I need to go to university for this? If so, which school? If not, what am I to do instead? He will lead you in that way. God led me in that way as well. I was in a spot where I felt, you know, I was just like, you know, everyone else, you know, graduated high school, had this, or about to graduate high school, had the same thing. Oh, I got to go to college. I got to go to college. You know, got to go to a four-year college. And then I started feeling, no, it's not, it's not it. For what the Lord's called me to do, it's not it. I don't need to go to a liberal arts university. I don't need to go to a liberal arts university to be a preacher. And then even then, I was about to go to a, a fantastic Bible college. Class A. I would recommend everyone who feels called in the ministry to go there. But the Lord told me not to. Now, am I saying, okay, am I, am I saying that as like a blanket thing for everyone? No, it's not for everyone. What's my point? It's specifically tailored to you. Don't just go with the, the pack. If I were to go to that amazing Bible school, I would be miserable right now. No matter how much anointing is there, no matter how much there is to learn there, how many great men of God are there, how many great students are there, I would be miserable. Why? It's not the plan of God for my life. God has a different path for you. And he told me not to go. And so I thought, okay, what am I to do then? And God opened an amazing door that I could have never dreamed up. 
I could have never made happen on my own. It would have never just happened for, you know, for the sake of happening. And God gave me an alternative. And not only did God give me an alternative, I want you to hear this. God opened door for provision in that alternative. Many people are telling you, if you don't go to college, you're not going to have any money. I would like to challenge those people with sheer facts and figures. Not as boasting, but just to show my life is a testimony right now of how God doesn't need a college degree to bless you. God does not need a college degree to bless you. And God will raise you up, not having a college degree, not jumping immediately into college, to be a, a, a major player in society. And so here are some alternatives. Listen, I believe those who are feeling called towards college know this is not a bash against them. You are doing the right thing. If God told you to go to college, you are doing the right thing. Don't take this as me saying, turn around, you need to stop. You, your college is always a scam. College is not always a scam. It is for those who are not supposed to be there. For those who know they feel called to college, this is not an attack towards you. This is an applaud towards you, that you heard the voice of God. Now go into that school, be prepared for those questions, be prepared for those circumstances and those situations, and go crush it. Go do your very best. Go be great. Go graduate top of your class. Go be an example of how Christians should be the best in every field. Go be an anointed doctor. Go be an anointed lawyer like my mom is. Go be an anointed judge like my dad is. Do what God's called you to do at the greatest level you can possibly do it. But to those who do not feel a specific call into college, I want you to know, do not feel bad that you're not going to college. Don't let society, your friends, your friends' parents pressure you and say, oh, he's just going to end up like a dead, you know, a deadbeat. He's going to end up dead end life. Some burnouts. No. I can tell you right now, I didn't go to college. I am not a burnout. <laughs> I am the most happy I've ever been in my life. Why? Because I'm following the plan of God. So if you're not called to, to go to college... Here's some things you, you could go, do it in the meantime until you hear what God specifically called you to do, until the door opens for what he's called you to do specifically. Number one, you could go to Bible school. You could go to Bible school. And I know Preston talked about this. Um, I know Preston talked about this in the, uh, in the last episode that we did about, about college, student loan debt. Go to Bible school. Be locked into the anointing. Be in Holy Ghost services. Get where the anointing is. Take some time off of, do, do a gap year. Work. Jump into a job. Make as much money as you possibly can. Save up some money. Go on these trips. Go to revival meetings. Go to where the presence of God is. If you have to, go to Bible school. Go to Dr. Rodney's. Go to the river. Go to Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth's new Bible school. I mean, if you feel called, this it's not for everyone. But lock yourself into the anointing. God will speak to you there. That's one thing you can do. Number two, if you know what you're called to do, but you don't know if, it's, if college requires it, take time to craft your skill. You know, there's many people that are anointed in construction who are very good at plumbing, who are very good at, you know, at things that you don't sit in a classroom and just take notes on. You do hands-on. Get into an apprenticeship. Get into an internship. Take time. L listen to this. Write this down if you have to. Take time to Gain and perfect valuable skills that will make you valuable in the workforce. With the time and freedom that you now have now, 
which means you don't have a family, you don't have a wife and kids, you know, most of you, some of you might, you don't have, you know, family to provide for. It's just you take that freedom. Now's the time to learn a new skill. Now's the time to pick up something that's going to make you uh, more valuable, more desirable to the world, more useful. I'll give you an example for me. I am, you know, I get this, I think I get this from my mom. I think I get this from my uncle. My mom is a lifetime learner. She loves to learn. She'll learn anything. She loves to so just I, I learn things about random things. She'll tell me about these things, and I pretend to be very you know excited to. Oh, that's that's amazing. Tell me more about these farmers who are now crop sharecropping. I don't I don't. Know. She likes to listen, read books about. I don't know what was the last thing that she read a book about that she. Uh, it was about like animals and like pets exotic pets and it was very like academic and i don't know she was telling me about it she loves to learn my uncle one thing about my uncle he doesn't take an excuse like the excuse i don't know how to do something that is never an excuse for one simple fact well two simple facts number one you've got the mind of christ you can learn anything you could do anything you've got the holy spirit your helper your teacher your god but number two youtube youtube university don't say I can't do something. Don't say I don't have this skill. Don't say I don't have knowledge about one thing. Go on YouTube. Learn the skill. Get knowledge. Perfect the, the craft. I had no inclination. I was talking to my, my friend Lauren about this. I had no inclination to do anything that had to do with like graphic design or, you know, designing anything. Like I had not thought that that was going to be like a thing at all. And what happened? Well, Lily and I started to do these live streams about two years ago and it required like thumbnails and advertisements on Instagram and stuff. So what did I do? I got on a crappy Dell computer that my family had from 10 years ago. I downloaded Photoshop and I binge watched YouTube videos. Like, and when I tell you I binge watch YouTube videos, I binge watched YouTube videos about how to do this on Photoshop, how to do this, learning every tool on Photoshop, learning design, getting an eye for, for design. And I learned it. Oh, I just don't know how. I wish I could have your skills on Photoshop. I didn't have my skills on Photoshop. I'm not saying I'm great at it, but you know, learn your skills. Learn it so that you can be useful. See, that's a skill now that I can monetize. Think about this. I had no clue how to do anything with graphic design. Now it's something that I'm proficient. I'm not saying I'm the best, but I'm proficient. I can get by. I can, I can produce work. And it's now something that I can market and monetize and make money off of. Think about how valuable that is now that we have what we have in the 21st century. You can monetize yourself to do anything. Learn photography. I started learning photography. Now I can monetize it. I can, I can literally book photo shoots and make money. Take this time in your life when you have no responsibilities, little to no responsibility. You still have responsibilities. Take this time in your life, learn a skill, perfect it, and become useful. Now that you have that skill, you'll see, you'll very, you'll very easily see what God's graced you to do and got what God's called you to do. He's gifted you to do something. You'll find that out. Then become the very best at it. Then put it to use, make money off of it. You'll be surprised, you know, Think about this. Think about how many people are, are millionaires off of YouTube. Not learning on YouTube, creating on YouTube. Think about how many people make bank off of like selling. There's, you know, I was also saying this to my friend. Like, I was, I was telling Lauren, like, there's, now, like, nowadays, there is no shortage of places to make money. There is no short. I, I don't. I don't. There is no job shortage. There is no opportunity shortage. Make your own opportunities. You know, it's funny. It's like when people complain about, like, well, yeah, I haven't. I feel called into the ministry, but you know, I just don't have any open doors yet. Well, make an open door. Start preaching on Instagram. Start. Start a. Just go to the the beach. Start winning souls. Make your own door. Stop complaining about the doors that haven't opened. Friggin' saw a, a door into a wall and kick it open. Don't wait for something to open. Make it happen. Make it happen. That's something that our generation sucks at. Make it happen. 
Get bold. Take risks. It's a risk nowadays to not go to co- well actually it's probably a risk to go to college but it's a risk nowadays because you know what they say like employers aren't going to want you it's a risk to blaze your own trail and to you know and to not have a college degree and still try to make it in your field you will you can do it but you have to go for it be someone who takes risks be someone who wholeheartedly throws yourself into your task, just like Paul told Timothy. Throw yourself into these things. Throw yourself into it. Fully immerse yourself in these things. Your calling should be, you know what? This actually reminds me. Preston just posted, he just tweeted about this, and I just saw it before I started this podcast. Where's Twitter? I think it's, it's great. It's a great, great thing that he said. He said this, I've made up my mind that I'm going to throw myself wholeheartedly into my calling. That's a great, that's a great quote. I've decided that I'm going to wholeheartedly throw myself into my calling. And if you're one who is going to listen to what, you know, to what I'm saying and you, you know, you realize, okay, maybe I don't need to go to college right away. Maybe for some people, you need to, you know, take a year, hear from God, go to revival meetings, learn a skill, make money, save up money, get a job, make yourself useful. Then, for some of you, then it's time to go to college. Then it's time to capitalize on that. When you have money in the make, you have money. You don't have to take thousands and thousands of dollars of student loans out. Let me tell you, I know there's people who who would listen to this and get angry. I know the type who get angry at this type of thing. But I'm telling you, the, if, if, if adults are honest, and some people have had a positive experience in, in college, but if adults are honest, if they actually look back over college, take away the fact that they partied and take away the fact that they had cool social interactions and they made good friends. Okay, at the core of it, was college actually worth it? Lots of those people... Only 27%. That means, oh my, that means 73% of people graduate and do nothing with their, with their field of study. They might use their bachelor's degree to get an entry-level job or whatever and to say, oh, I have a bachelor's degree. Okay, good, yeah. But they have, the whole major is thrown out the window. You could have majored in anything and gotten that job. There's a large, I, just, I was reading up statistics at the beginning of this. I forgot how much, you know, how much it is. But there's a large amount of cashiers in retail stores like TJ Maxx who have college degrees. Now, I'm not, I'm not dissing anyone at TJ Maxx, but why do you need the college degree? Was, what was that for? <laughs> Take this time. Get good at your craft. Learn a skill. Pray fast. Hear what God has to say to you. And then here's the question that I'm going to hit on very quickly because I know a lot of people are thinking this right now. Okay, I hear what you're saying, Alex. I, I'm on board. I know which I, I you know, I, I know that's right. I know maybe you're you're one that realized I don't need to go to college, but there's always the fact of my parents. I'm going to give you very short advice on this. Number one, if if your parents now hear me clearly. If your parents are requiring that you go to college, ask yourself this question. Because the, the whole question comes up, do I have to honor my, my mother and father? Yes, you have to honor your mother and father. What does that mean in this situation? Let's say your parents say you have to go to college. You have to. Ask yourself this question. Am I living under their roof? Are they providing for me financially? If the answer is yes, you have to honor them. That is their house. That is their, it is their rules. That is, that is their domain. That is their authority. Yes. But if you have moved out, if you're not under their authority, if, you know, at what point, you know, at what point 
you know, the Bible says honor your father and mother. It doesn't mean that when you're 40 years old and you have a wife and kids, you have to listen to everything, you know, do every single thing they say. There comes a point where they're not, they don't make decisions for you. So if, if God really has told you something other than the traditional trajectory of college, the four years, whatever, first of all, pray, make sure you know that for sure. Okay. Make sure that is solid. Then pray, ask God to soften their hearts and change their hearts. He will, he will have conversations with your parents. Tell them your real heart. Tell them why have real conversations, mom, dad, I don't feel in my spirit. You know, if you're, if your parents are, are believing Christians, they should understand that at least that you feel off in your spirit about it, that you've prayed and you don't feel right about it. Have real conversations with them. Don't, don't fight them in a, in a argumentative way. Don't be belligerent about it. Honor them. They want the best for you. But not every time do they know the specific, you know, God didn't call them to do what you're doing. God called you to do what you're doing. He'll tell you, but he'll also reveal it to them if they're Holy Ghost filled believing parents. And if you're under their roof, you do have to, you can't just rogue do what you want. If it comes down to it, though, and I know people are going to get ticked off about this. If it comes down to it, Acts 5.29, I must obey God rather than men. If God's called you to do something and your parents um, forbid you from doing it, and you know God has called you to do it. You must obey God. There are sometimes, you know, true or false, God doesn't always speak the same thing that man that men and women say. God's God's instruction to people is sometimes contra, uh, contrary to what men and women think you should do. Is that true or false? Yes, it's true. It's like a ton of percentage of the Bible. God telling people to do one thing, man disapproving. And, you know... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel in the lion's den, the apostles. I mean, you could go on and on. You must obey God rather than men. But if you're going to do that, honor them in the best way. You cannot just go rogue and spit in their face and say, you don't know, you know, God's told me. No, do it. Do it in a respectful, honorable way. Tell them, mom, dad, and, and, and understand that you have to, if you're doing that, you have to provide for yourself. If they don't change their mind and you're going to go that route, you have to understand. I have to provide now. I have to make the way. And God will make the way. I've seen him do it. He will do it. But understand some things. But I believe that, that this is going to go. This is. I think this is a, a good thing for people to hear. Well, I said this wouldn't be super long, but it's 47 minutes right now. That's not too bad. Um, I believe this helps some people. I really do. Um, I want you to take take into consideration what I said. You know, I, I know there's not a lot of um, parents that are like my parents. My parents are have been amazing in and you know let, letting the Lord lead me. They, I mean, uh, un, unbelievably understanding and you know, and I understand that not everyone's parents are like that. The majority of people don't have parents like I have. I was, I was talking to my friends earlier. I said, listen, the more and more I, I see other people, um, other people's parents, the more and more I am very, very grateful to have my parents. But I hope this helped you. Here's the message of today. Don't go with the flow. Don't just do what people tell you to do. Hear from God for yourself. Blaze your own trail. Develop skills. I mean, I can't think of it. I can't explain to you how valuable that is. Develop skills that make you unique, that make you useful, that an employer will look at you and say, I can use you. You are different than everyone. You have skills that are, that are valuable to me. Because you're going to be successful in life. God's people are, are supposed to be successful. That's God's will. 
Be very prosperous. But you have to understand, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the time. You have to make yourself valuable. You can't show up to an employer and say, well, I'm valuable because God, God said I'm valuable. They're going to say, they're going to laugh at your face. It's ridiculous. Make yourself really valuable. I understand. God thinks you're valuable. Yes, but employers don't care about that, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, Jesus paid a high price for me. Okay, and then I'm not, then I'm not paying you. <laughs> That's how it works. Listen, let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every single young person that is listening. I pray that you'd speak to them. Give them clear guidance on what they're called to do. And Lord, give them the strength and the boldness to carry it out. I thank you that you're speaking to young people even now. I thank you you're giving them plans and strategies to fulfill it. Lord, any, any parent, I pray, Lord, now that any parent who is forbidding their child to do what they feel in their spirit that they're called to do, I pray that you turn their hearts around. I pray that you'd soften their hearts. I pray that you'd even speak to them, that it would be supernatural. Even those that are unbelieving parents, Lord, soften their hearts in Jesus' name. I thank you that we're going to be blessed, prosperous, useful in society. I think we're going to be the top of our our classes if we go to college, the top of our industries, the best of the best. God's people. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, I love you. Thanks for sticking on. I don't have any, I guess, preliminaries is not the word, but post, pre, post-linearies. Preliminary. Liminary. Post-liminary. No, I don't have any. Other than to say, I love you. Thanks for joining, and I'll check back in with you next week. Peace! Peace!